for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. David, about 15 minutes. Bill, is this Jimbo's year that he has to win or get fired? It's year six. Jimbo, coming off a five and seven season, is averaging about eight games at A&M, winning eight a year there. That is not what they're paying for. Now, to date, I have not been part of the crowd that said Jimbo's about to be fired. I have never thought that. I never bought into it. Never believed it. I think this year is very vital. I'm not going to suggest yet that they'd fire him. I would say if they have a repeat of what just happened, he's gone. You can't keep it. I'd be shocked if they stayed with him if they have another 5-7 and seven type underachievement. I don't think that'll be tolerated. Write him a massive check, pay him off, whatever, go get the new guy. I don't think he can do that. What if they go eight and four? I think it depends on the style. Are they all near misses, real close losses? What happened? Stylistically, we would need to know how that happened. I think that's kind of borderline. If he goes nine and three, they're not going to run him. They're going to hang on to what he might be able to turn that into. And I don't necessarily disagree with that, if that's what they did. But I do think this is the first year where he could do something record-wise that could get him run. I don't think we had been there yet. Obviously, they just went 5-7, and seven and they didn't run him. So today, there hasn't been. I think we're there. I think, I mean, year six is beyond what typically people get. Now, they've got a massive investment in him. That matters, too. That counts, too. But I will allow for the first time the thought, at least for me now, that, yeah, it could get to the point where they run him Maybe they have a good year on the flip side of that. And they don't have to even approach that area of consideration. But I don't think he's got the equity in the bank, job security-wise, that he had. There's no way. 
That's where I think we are at. Sam Dog. Bill, with all this talk about that team in Atlanta, talking about the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech and a hell of an engineer, reminds me that Jasper Sanks did not fumble. <clears throat> Jamal Lewis was the better player. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> that same year, yeah. Well, that same year out of high school. Not the same year as that game that was played. Remember that one? <coughs> All these recruiting wars through the years, and that was one of them. Who's better, Jasper Sanks or Jamal Lewis? Who's better, Eric Zire or Heath Schuler? Remember that one? Now, Heath wasn't a Georgia kid. He was the Hills of North Carolina kid over there close to Cosby Academy. Bryson City, North Carolina, and then, of course, Zaire from Marietta. Pretty sure his ex is still a big real estate agent here in the 615. Pretty sure. I see her signs up everywhere around here. Sanford 222. Bill, my son is friends with the boys. You so graciously helped out appearing on their podcast yesterday. Great listen. Very nice of you to help those two young dogs getting started in the sports talk game. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Two nice high school sophomores have a podcast down there in Perry, Georgia. Reed Black and Russ Highly. And they asked me to do their podcast. I did. We did it yesterday. We taped it at about 5.30 ET. Now, I'm on Central Time, but Eastern, 5.30. And uh, had fun, man. Yeah, I had fun with them. Had a lot of fun. Gator Dave coming up. We are on the eve of what used to be Christmas for recruiting. If there's such a thing as a feel. Like Christmas Day event, it was what the first Wednesday in February was forever. It's been eradicated. It's been redacted. It's been ghosted. It's been disappeared. However many terms I can think of here, it's been messed with. And the whole field is gone. You might as well just tell, and and again, if you have kids in the car, not talking about Christmas as in December 25th. I'm talking about recruiting Christmas. I'm not talking about commitments either, that event that we have. But you might as well just tell the kids that Christmas recruiting is gone. They aced it. Yeah, they got rid of it. So now we have that 72-hour period, which is congested everything in that month. It's going to get even worse with the expansion of the playoffs. People are jumping in the portal left and right. That period starts 
the day right after they announced the playoff teams. To date, it's been four. Next year, it's going to be four. Then they go to 12. Imagine being one of the 12 playoff teams, which is a fantastic thing, okay? I'm not for expansion, but, again, if you're one of them, it's a fantastic thing. For you, the head coach, the players, the program, the recruiting, the future, all of that's good. But you're dealing with preparing for what might be several games, at least one game, at the same time worrying about people poaching your roster, which they've been doing anyways, worrying about poaching other rosters, worrying about players from your roster jumping in the portal, worrying about who you would like to get from the portal, and securing recruits that you've been working on for years coming up in December and a 72-hour signing period. And maybe some of your coaches thinking about moving on. Imagine that being your December. And the commissioner of the SEC said uh, several weeks back, look, um, we got to look into this. We got we to check this thing out. This, this, is, this has turned into a colossal mess. They didn't use those terms. Not at all. Georgia Dog down on the Emerald Coast. Billy, when the Rag Tech fans... They remind us that they may sign our paychecks one day. Well, Vandy does the same thing. Yeah, Vanderbilt fans do the same thing. That's always been the the, the class warfare thing, which isn't really all that accurate, but that has been used as a ploy forever. Quick rule of thumb, anytime you're in a sports argument and part of the argument turns into well we'll employ you one day how about that then they've lost the sports argument they've moved the goalpost that's what that means when you have nothing else pull out the we're smarter than you card that's been a ploy for I mean, dating back probably 100 years. It will continue to be a ploy as well. Ken, down in middle Georgia, you've got a bunch of listeners in mid-Georgia. It's the Billy Triangle from Macon to Perry to Dublin. You got Sam Dog, Stephen, and another Stephen, Kevin, and others love us some Bill King. We're all about one hour from each other. Oh, there's a lot of folks down there. That's Bill Shanks. We're on all those stations down there. Bill runs them. And uh, that was a fantastic addition for us, and I hope for them too. It's been wonderful. But th- this show is whether it's the playing portion of the season or the non-playing portion of the season. The one thing it's not, it's not local, okay? It's not local to the 615. It's not local to Middle Georgia. It's not local to the Emerald Coast. It's not local to Ohio. It's everything. Now, topics sometimes will dominate, and 
take over the show for a period, but we like to keep it as fresh as we can. Now, again, you can't be equal to everybody. You can't do that. It's not possible. Shouldn't be the goal either. But the topics that we have to play with are fun, and we keep them relatively fresh. That's the good part. No Kev up in Chicago. We're definitely not local when it comes to Chicago. You're probably not going to hear us talking about the Bears, the Bulls, or the Cubs, or the White Sox. That's probably never going to happen here, right? We'll talk Big Ten ball all day with you, though, in Chicago. No Kev, Bill, have you seen A&M's non-conference schedule? UL Monroe. New Mexico, Abilene Christian. Of course, they do go to Miami. You're right. Bill, if he loses one of those, he's in pretty big trouble. That would be a bad sign. I'm going to concur with you there. That would not be a good signal for the confidence level of the Aggie nation. It wouldn't. Gator Dave, when we come back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pie customer. As a small business, we're always looking for ways that we can offer the quality product and get some cost savings. Meet Michelle from J.J. Fister Distilling Company, a small business in California. When looking for workers' comp coverage tailored to the company's needs, she discovered Pie Insurance. We heard about Pie Insurance being geared for a small business, gave Pie a call, and ended up switching. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance see how much you can save at iwantpie.com plus when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing your premium is based on your actual payroll not an estimate so your workers comp audit experience is simplified we saved about 30 percent off of our workers comp insurance when we switched to pie it's as easy as pie to get the savings you deserve what are you waiting for ask your agent for pie or get a quote in three minutes at iwantpie.com that's iwantpie.com If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Needing a snow day? 
How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drips of cold hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I got to tell you something. It kind of self, it's kind of a self-embarrassing story. I'm just hanging out with my mom, and she's watching My 600-Pound Life. Great show. The woman was 670 pounds, and her boyfriend, I'm like, no way. Looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. college football talk on the planet presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel the Bill King show Give us some news. I saw where Adarius Hayes out of Largo committed, a linebacker. Talk about that and anything else going on. Uh, yeah, Bill, you got me this time. I know we're doing Zoom again, so I want to make sure gotcha. you got me. Sounds good. There we go. Uh, yeah, uh, linebacker Darius Hayes. Um, um, the 24-7 sports composite, Bill, the 61st-ranked player in the country. Uh, and it gives the Gators the second linebacker uh, in the class to go along with Miles Graham, who's another uh, top linebacker uh, there for the Gators in that in, in that 2024 class. So a great start for the 2024 class for the Gators, of course, headlined by DJ Lagway, the quarterback. He's the 24th ranked player in the country. Uh, Miles Graham, the other linebacker I was talking about. He's Ernest Graham's son, by the way. Bill, you remember Ernest Graham, the oh, yeah. running back for the, the early 2000s, his son. Um, he plays linebacker and running back in high school. So, uh, but he's the 30th ranked player. Harry Hayes is the 61st ranked player. Uh, so really, really good start at the top. And the, the fourth commit of the class is Chauncey Bowens. Uh, but you know, Miles Graham uh, or Darius Hayes is going to come in and, and uh, play you know, Mike linebacker there for the Gators. And uh, Bill, it's just a position the Gators have needed, you know, some more, some true linebackers at, at the position uh, and difference makers at the position, a talent upgrade at the position. So um, yeah, it's coming. Before I had to hit the transfer portal, pretty hard to shore up that position for the coming up year. But you're know, looking at the future now, uh, you know, and Jay Bateman, the, the, the linebacker coach, he made Amari Bernie uh, a better linebacker this past season. And we know Ventro Miller uh, was already kind of good uh, there and, you know, played injured this past year, uh, but the Gators just need all the help that linebacker they can get. And I, I like the way they were coached by Bateman. Uh, you know, the, the, this past class, the 23 class linebacker wasn't really heavily recruited. They had some misses there. They bring in Jaden Robinson from Lake City, 
but they really had to hit the linebacker position hard for the 24 class, and they've absolutely done so with, you know, two top 60 prospects there, Miles Graham and Darius Hayes. Uh, speaking of Chauncey Bowens, you know, uh, kind of a storyline there, Bill, the running back there for the Gators. He's the, the fourth, you know, the, one of the four commits for the 24 class. Visited Georgia uh, this past weekend as well. So uh, maybe a little Florida-Georgia battle brewing for Chauncey Bowens. He says he comes out of that Georgia visit saying he's still 110% uh, committed to the Gators, but you know maybe maybe more of a little battle than 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 than, than we thought. He was the first commit uh, of the twenty four class, but uh, I still think you know Florida's in really really good shape there. Uh, not much to worry about right now, but you you, just, you don't want to count out Georgia uh, and and their recent recruiting success and, and being able to sell some national championships uh, to go along the way. But uh, maybe in the nice little battle brewing, but I, I feel I'd still feel pretty good if you're a Gator fan. So yeah, Bill, I mean this twenty four class after Billy Napier's transition class, after the bump class, uh, maybe not living up to the expectations. The 24 class absolutely has to, and it's really off to a good start, Bill, uh, with you know one of the top quarterbacks in the country with DJ Lagway, uh, two linebackers, highly rated linebackers, and Chauncey Bowens, a running back who I expect to rise in the rankings coming up as well. I was talking early on the show. We're on the eve of the signing day that used to be Christmas. <laughs> And I don't even know how many people, uh, the recruit Knicks, the junkies know. But the average yeah. fan out there, I don't even know if they know tomorrow is that day. Uh, no, Bill, you're right. Because most people I was talking to, they assumed it was next Wednesday. They didn't think it was going to be on the first. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, it usually is the week leading up to the Super Bowl, right? Or No, it's or the, the first after. Wednesday. It's the first Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I, I it, guess just, that, it just doesn't usually land this early, if you know what I mean. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So right on the first. Yeah, I guess you know what, what you're saying there. So, um, hold on, Bill. I hoping that I was getting a call. Hopefully that doesn't. Uh, you still got no. me? Yeah, got you. No worries. Okay. No, I was making sure that wasn't messing you up there. Uh, but yeah, Bill, you're right. For Florida, you know they got a commitment from offensive lineman Caden Jones at the uh, the All Star game in Texas. He's going to be the only signee tomorrow there for the Gators. So that's one reason, you know, it's just kind of overlooked because, Bill, I looked at it last night. I was talking to my Gators Breakdown Plus members, and we were going over, you know, just coming up Wednesday, and I believe it's only four of the top 100 commits are uncommitted. You know, and that's part of the problem. Everybody commits in December now, and it is kind of forgotten. Uh, unfortunately, you know, one of those four, or Jaden Rashada, the quarterback that was, you know, signed for Florida. But, yeah, Bill, it's – um there's just everybody commits early now, uh, and this February is it really is an afterthought. Uh, we do get to hear from Billy Napier tomorrow, so he'll still speak to the media on signing day, and then we'll get to hear his thoughts on all the transfers. I don't really expect him to say much about the whole Jaden Rashada saga, uh, but we will get to hear his thoughts for the first time on you know, Ricky Pearsall deciding to come back, Graham Mertz coming in as the quarterback uh, through the transfer portal and all the other transfers Florida got as well. Not that we need to relive it all, but is there anything new that's revealing that had previously not been known about the Rashada debacle? Um, it's a good question, Bill. I'm trying to, you know, think of everything that I've told. I wasn't hiding anything when you and I were talking sure. about it. Uh, you know, basically just the process of, you know, there, 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 there was a deal agreed upon. Uh, a contract drafted outside of the Gator Collective that was sent to the Gator Collective to, you know, kind of just put into their template. Um, December 7th rolls around. Uh, he, you know, uh, that's 
when the term, contract was terminated because they, you know, they realized the money wasn't going to be there and um you know how that how that astronomical number of the you know 13.8 whatever it was million dollars got got in there that, that's still the that's still the kind of questioning point uh, of this whole thing was it meant to be that high was there a mistake was somebody trying to slide something in you know that's that's all for questions there but anyway, either way um you know, if that money was even agreed upon, you know, then it was eventually not agreed upon. Uh, and, you know, Gator Collective terminated the, the contract knowing the money wasn't going to be there. Uh, and that's where it still kind of got messy. Jaden Rashad is still signed for Florida anyway. Maybe the thought it was still going to be worked out some way, somehow. Uh, and, of course, as we know, it, it was not. So uh, I wouldn't expect Billy Napier to speak on it much tomorrow, Bill. I don't know. Um, you know, what if there's some legal aspects to this whole thing on the outside of it, um, or, or, or the inside of it? Uh, so in, in either way, I'm not sure he'd even want to really speak about it. Um, probably want to get ready to move on, but I'm sure it will be brought up. Um, but I, I would expect a quick something on along the lines of uh, no comments or we'll worry about the guys who are actually here, some something like that. Gator Dave Gators Breakdown is with us each Tuesday. The commissioner of the SEC. Greg Sankey said a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, about the December signing period, the 72-hour period, with name, image, likeness, the portal, the future, where you're going to expand to 12 teams after the 23 season. Yep. December's gotten just to be a big mess, a convoluted mess. We're going to have to look at that signing period and I don't know what their options are. I don't know if they would think about going back and just locking it in the first Wednesday, making that be the big day again, or I'm not sure. Do you have any idea what he may have been thinking? Because obviously a guy with that voice has a lot of power. Yeah, Bill, and I completely agree with you. And I know that the fallback for a lot of people will say, well, these coaches make a whole lot of money. They should be able to handle this. It's not that. I mean, I think you want the best case scenario for everybody involved, uh, and, that, and that's including the kids. So um, you, you're going to be, as you said, you will have 12 teams uh, fighting for playoffs uh, in 24. And, you know, that messes up. Maybe that, may, that may mess up visit, visit schedules. Um, time that you know certain you know schools and staffs can spend with players or potential players for their for their squads. I think it think it would be a better scenario if you have to work December first. Dave, are you there? Patton, I think we lost him. We did. Yeah, I think we officially lost him. We'll see if we can't pull him back up. Gator Dave with us. We, we got a good eight, ten minutes in just then. That's good. I'll, I'll stay positive about it. No Griff today. Griff is heading down to Mobile for all the festivities, and uh, we're going to have him Thursday. He could have done it this morning, but it had to be early, and we weren't even on the air when he could do it. That's how early it was. I was communicating with Griff this morning at 4.30 my time. Yes. Griff was driving to get to the airport. I don't, well, was it? Yeah, he's flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he's not driving to, to Mobile. He was, he was flying, and uh, he was about to get into the airport. Obviously, the Atlanta airport is a monstrosity. 
I think the Atlanta airport is actually as big as the city of Atlanta. I think I saw somewhere, I was reading some, did you know this? That the Atlanta airport is actually as big as the whole city. It's very busy. Anyways, Griff's flying and couldn't do it any later this morning, but can do it on Thursday. Obviously, I want to ask him about Stetson Bennett, and that's not the only topic, no, but we do have to address that. I want to get his thoughts on that. Stetson Bennett's gone. He's finished up. He's got a few natties. And uh, anyways, Gator Dave, I believe, is back. Are you there, sir? I am, Bill, and uh, hopefully you can hear me. But, yeah, everything was still good on my end, it looked like. Gotcha. No worries. No worries at all. Now, one of the ideas, and I do want to ask you about Stetson Bennett. We're down to about four or five minutes. One of the ideas that people have thrown out is, look, if you really want to get it out of the way, let them sign the summer before their senior year. I mean, if you're one of those guys that actually feels that way, and if you know what, if you make a mistake, you've got that freebie in your pocket, use it. But the only problem with that is you don't want to do it in August because everybody's practicing, right? You don't want to do it then. So let's say you did it somewhere in July. Well, you know what the excuse is going to be then? It's a big hassle because that's the only time I can let my staff go on vacation. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's true. there's something going to be there no matter what you do. I, I agree. I think about mid-July is when that changes, Bill, uh, because then you know that's when all your conference media right. days start happening. Right. So it does look like – that, that media that media that through midway of July is kind of when it looks like it changes a little bit and you maybe coming off the vacation. So yeah, you're right. Um, maybe you start it then. Maybe the last week of July is like a week window where you can sign. And and, and I'll probably will agree. I know you mentioned the one freebie. If there's a coaching change, maybe you can get out of the letter of intent. Um, you, you know, the, the yeah. following season. I wouldn't have an issue with that. About that to me, I, Bill, I agree with you. Just, they've got to figure out a way to clear up uh, December. It, it's just it's it's way too much to um, just 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 in general for for high school recruits. Um, and I guess you know maybe they maybe they speak to them uh, and see you know w- what's better for them. Maybe the December thing is is better for them. But I just to me it's just it, everything gets kind of lost. You know you got NFL winding down, you got playoff runs. Uh, going uh, college football playoffs will be happening. Bowl games are, are happening in a way, Bill. I just liked, you know, what, what we got in February under the old system was, Hey, it was just another, uh, another talking point in February, stretching the college football season just a little bit more. Uh, and, you know, now we've gotten away from that and every, everything is kind of just involved from September through December besides, you know, your national championship game the first week of January. So uh, I do think making February somewhat bigger or maybe even sometime in the summer, that that little first bite, it it stretches the talking points of college football. Your thoughts on the Stetson Bennett news over the weekend? Uh, Unfortunate, Bill. Uh, You just – you know, of course, uh, you know the hometown of him. That's where I'm from, and right up the road, of course, and uh, for right from right up the road from here in Jacksonville. And uh, you're just unfortunate. Um, doesn't mean he's a bad kid. Doesn't mean he's a bad guy or anything like that. But definitely not something you want to see, just based off of you know the um, kind of the the love story we've gotten from Stetson Bennett. The the no chance of you know making it to to two national championships, and this puts a little bit of a stain on. Uh, uh, on the reputation there and you know minor all, all things considered 
uh, but something you didn't want to see based off of uh, all the good stories that we were hearing and seeing uh, of Stetson Bennett the last couple of years. So, you know, hopefully, you know, if there's help needed, he can get some help, but uh, also, you know, just for his future. And I know uh, his draft stock probably has risen just a bit, you know, not to the, to, to the level of a first round, second round, maybe even third round pick, but going out there and getting a chance more than anybody really gave him a chance to uh, as an NFL quarterback. So certainly not the storyline uh, you want to see coming off of the national championships and maybe even looking forward uh, to, to, to his career, you know, potential career in the NFL. Tell everybody how they can get your podcast. Everybody can get Gators Breakdown at news4jacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. YouTube for the video version out there and, of course, all the major podcast platforms. And, yeah, Bill, we'll be uh, kind of putting a bow on the on the 23 class and all that stuff after we talk to uh, Billy Napier tomorrow. Good stuff, man. See you next week. See you, Bill. There he is. Gator Dave Gators Breakdown. That is every Tuesday. He's been with us for many years. Kevin Hagan, yes, returns this week. Looking forward to that. That's on Friday. Griff will join us Thursday of this week because he's traveling today down to Mobile and uh, tells our book was at meetings. He'll be on Thursday, too, along with TJ. TJ's back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Calton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanOfRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? 
Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with Geico or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with Geico. Bundling is easy with Geico. Just ask your neighbors. You have a 90% chance of surviving a lightning strike. You have a 98% chance of surviving a shark attack. You have a 99% chance of surviving a snake bite. But you only have a 50% chance of surviving a crash if you aren't wearing a seatbelt. Your truck may be tough, but a seatbelt makes it tougher. Buckle up in your truck. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King Show. Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Hashtag fat side up. Tweet to Bill at Bill is King to enter the arena of ideas. Oh, Phoenix. Sign with Georgia tomorrow. Five star. Ranked the top tight end in America. Why would a tight end want to go to Georgia? What have they done with tight ends lately? Huh? Some new guy did the show. It's going to be screaming at the radio after that. <laughs> yeah, somebody just perusing around. Yeah, I think I'll try this guy out. What did he just say? I can't listen to him after that comment. He actually questioned why a tight He didn't think Georgia does anything with tight ends. Yeah, somebody, I, I'll get called out on that. Probably what I deserve. Get what I deserve on that one. Ags and Strohs down on the lovely Texas coast. Bill, A&M's going to play Abilene Christian, by far the most difficult of all three programs in Abilene. The other two are McMurray and Hardin-Simmons. Grant Tapp is an alum of McMurray. I remember when I was in first or second grade, had a guy in my class at St. Bernard. That's how it was pronounced. Actually, St. Bernard. Yeah, St. Bernard. Not St. Bernard, like the dog. Catholic school named Bill Stout. And he always talked about he's from Abilene. Now, I had no idea where that was. I knew it was Texas, right? But at an early age, I had somebody in the 615 always talking about, we're from Abilene. We're moving back. I didn't know. Is that some incredible just beautiful haven? What what what's there in that area? That was just checking. I had 
Clay there on uh, Twitter said the app. I just pulled up the app's run, working fine. We haven't had a problem with that today. We haven't had many problems with it, but we have so many people on it. It it that's that's what happens. But no, no, no. I haven't. Pat, you haven't heard anything. App's been working fine today, right? Yep, I did too. All right. So action strolls, yes, and and they play Miami on there. They got to go to Miami, and I don't trust Miami. Now they had a really good recruiting class, and they're active in name, image, likeness. They got that lawyer down there spending money, which he's he's allowed to do. And uh, they have been turning some heads. But you still have to put it out on the field, coach it up, and win with it, okay? The beauty contest, when it comes to recruiting, is important. But it's only important is if you can take that beauty and make it work on the field, right? The flex off, okay, I get it. But what are you going to do with it once you get out there? Until we change the rules to let's go to the 50. You know how we used to talk about just go to the 50, throw your depth chart down, and then whoever's got the best depth chart wins the game. Don't even have to go play. What if we did it this way? If you went to the 50 mid-game, mid-field, before the game, and uh, instead of a coin toss, you compare recruiting rankings, and then you just decide it right there. Now, would that be the last year's recruiting rankings, a composite of the last four to five years? What would that be? How would that work? Shane says there's a lot of jokes about Stetson Bennett. Officers asked Stetson had he been drinking. Stetson says only had two natties, but they were back-to-back. Meaning natty light. That one's been going out there. That's pretty good. Shane goes on to say, it's bad, I know. No, I mean, it's got a little catch to it. I mean, I think it's kind of funny. Officer, hey, Stetson, is that you? Have you been drinking? Yes, I've had only two natties, though, and they were back-to-back. How many else could say they've had that many? Not many. Yes, there's a lot of what happens when you have that notoriety and you happen to do it during the era of social media, the toxicity of social media, and uh, you did something. I mean, put put all these together. The likelihood of a former walk-on at Georgia who left Georgia to go JUCO came back, was told that a Southern Cal quarterback's going to be the quarterback. You get your chance at it. Do pretty well with it. Bring that quarterback back. Take him to media days. He gets hurt. You get the job again, win a natty. You come back, win another natty. What's the likelihood of all those things happening? Close to zero. As close to zero as you can get without it being zero. When you pull that off like he has, you're going to be 
notorious. People are going to know you. And so when he goes to Fort Worth, he's living there because that's where he's working at, and you have a nice night out bending. You're, you're a nice bender and ends up everybody in your business, right? That's the thing about it. If he was already starting to get cranky after that natty the other night, just because of all the doubters and the media and all that, he's starting to get cranky. I get it. Okay, I get it. Now with this, he's going to be even crankier, I'm assuming. We're clear the rest of the way. No grip today. He's traveling down to Mobile. We'll get him Thursday. He's coming back Thursday. Omni Nashville Hotel. Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie, owner of the carpentry shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pie Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pie, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPie.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts. With Pi Insurance, you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. 
This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's, so it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> the Rams. boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, uh, she, Damn, uh, bro. She oh, she's oh, she's a gangster. Yeah, oh, she knows what she she's doing. a gangster. She knows what she's doing. Yep. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. He knows more about the oblong spheroid than any man in America. It's Bill King. Johnny Vegas said, Bill, I'm heading to Vegas in a couple of weeks, two weeks. Interested in any college baseball futures? I'm sure Circa Sports will have them. Yes. Yes. I uh, am trying not to think too much about my giddiness, my excitement about college baseball coming up two weeks from Friday. I'm trying to tamp it down just a little bit, suppress it, but I'm excited. And look, I don't know how important February baseball is, big picture. It might not be. I mean, think about it. Last two years, teams, Ole Miss, there were times last year that Ole Miss, Bianco wasn't even assured, at least according to the media, whether he'd get to return to Ole Miss. Mississippi State the year before, you get hot at the right time. That's a totally different sport than, let's say, college football. Now, you can get hot in, in college football, but not like not like baseball, okay? Totally left for dead, and then you win the national championship. That, that doesn't happen in football. No. That, well, it doesn't happen in college football. Let me put it that way. But Johnny Vegas, I think, what, what did you do? I think he bet Tennessee in their – League series games, he bet them to win the series, and I think he won every one of those. But the Kentucky series, remember they Kentucky took two or three from them. Remember that they still had so much cushion, it didn't matter. But I mean, I think he was—I don't even remember what were we like twelve out of thirteen or something. I mean, that was that was stealing, is what that was. I mean, you know, Brad, Brad Powers doesn't bet anything but football, and he's limiting his basketball. That's it. He doesn't do all the other sports. Brad could have – Brad should have jumped in on that. Now, I don't know – Brad, obviously, is a pretty heavy hitter. But he should have been all over that one, even if he doesn't bet it. Just do it. <laughs> of course, hindsight. Yeah, we got the whole hindsight thing going here, too. Georgia dog says Georgia already has the number two tight end, Pierce Sperlin, number eight tight end committed as well. Could sign the number one tight end in Deuce Robinson. Early period starts tomorrow or the uh, 
signing starts tomorrow. Shouldn't say early period. 24-7 has that kid, Deuce Robinson, out of Phoenix. 100% for Georgia. Could become tight end you, Bill. They're right there. Notre Dame can claim that they've been over the last eight, ten years tight end you. Wisconsin used to pump them out, too. They did. Georgia is making a run at that. That is true. No, that's that's very true. They're making a serious run at tight end you. Why would you not want to go there? I mean, they, they, how many teams are, are tight end centric? Not many. Tight end is much more important than it used to be in pro and in college. Pro game in particular. I mean, crazy. But I'm talking about tight end centric. That that's Most teams are not built that way. Georgia's kind of built that way. Now, look, they use the other receivers, et cetera, and they use Darnell Robinson too. But if you're a tight end, why would you not want to go there? The way they've proven that they're going to use their tight end. Nothing new that I know of on Todd Monken. I get that question all the time. Nothing new on the Alabama coordinators, even though Alabama's interviewing the Washington offensive coordinator. That was out. That was out yesterday. So I guess that is relatively new. I don't think, I don't know that I think Monken's leaving this year, but I was, we were doing the podcast yesterday with the uh, two. Really good young men there at the high school in Perry, Georgia. And I said, here's what I think. That with Monken, I don't think this time next year, I'd be surprised if he's still at Georgia. I can see them keeping him. I think he's very, he is very happy there. He is. But a year from now, that's going to be tough. And the same with Schumann. Look, when you're winning like that, People are coming after your guys. And what's next? Well, a head coaching job. That's what's next. Schumann's only, what, 32? I mean, he's just a a child in that world, but he's a very recognized, respected, and fast-moving up the charts child, young man, in that world. Embryonic stages, but, man, this dude – that name is going rapidly. And I don't know if I think he'll be gone in a year, but I can promise you he won't be there in about three years. He's going to get that chance to occupy the main office somewhere with his resume and his ascension. Now, he's on the defensive side of the ball. Most of the hot shots that are young, it's always identified as the hot shot offensive. Laboratory genius, right? It's usually not the defensive guy. That click, in that case, it's the defensive guy. We'll take a break. Shall continue. Hour three. No grip today. He's down in Mobile for traveling that way. We'll have him on Thursday. Omni Nashville Hotel. 